Hey, welcome to Cincinnati Foodies, a new community podcast talking all things food in the greater Cincinnati area. Subscribe to our channel for quick 15 to 20 minute bi-weekly updates on restaurant openings, closings, rumors, news, and more. We are your top secret foodie hosts, O and G, and we are keeping our identities hidden for now or until this podcast is so huge that we can't hide it anymore. Hey, and welcome back to the Cincinnati Foodies Podcast. This week, we're drinking bourbon. We usually like to keep it hyper-local, but technically all bourbon's local, right? Right. Cheers! <laughs> we have a lot to get into this week, but first, how was your week, O? I obviously had a very busy two weeks while you were gone, but my favorite night was probably when I went to a cocktail tasting at Falung Tang. Mm-hmm. They are um, developing a new cocktail menu for summer, and they invited their best customers to come in for a night of tasting and critiquing. Ooh. I know. It was so fun. We got to help with like naming them, deciding on the garnish, improving the recipes, and they served us like five of their best dishes, like little mini versions. Nice. It was so good. It was really unexpected. They were very kind. Um but they're focused on using like herbs and botanicals that they already use in the restaurant in a way that like really complements the food. So like look out for lime, lemongrass, Thai basil, and other like really good cocktails and mocktails to be hitting the menu soon. Um, and those of you that are here for an, the Espresso Martini reboot, which I know you are, yes. um, <laughs> they already have their own version on the menu with their house coffee, with beans from the family farm in Vietnam on the menu. I know. I can't wait to try it. Um, But uh, when I was leaving that event, I was going to walk to my car, and I stumbled upon the Galactic Cantina soft open. You know, I love to bust into a soft open. Um, (laughs) Yeah. But I caught up with the owner there, and we talked all things Butterbeer and Galaxy's Edge. And um, the space has been completely transformed from the wizarding concept to lightsabers, droids, and yummy themed cocktails like a frozen blue milk uh, you can get it non-alcoholic or with white rum and the flying solo like Han Solo yeah uh, <laughs> that's with Tangeray and they do have a mocktail menu um we talked about it on the last episode so if you're looking for more details go back and listen to that but I can confirm it is a must go definitely check it out yeah and I like that they have kid hours I think we mentioned that last week we so did. it's yeah. definitely a must go for sure so how about you, G? How was the last two weeks of vacay? Well, it feels good to be back home in Cincinnati for sure, especially because we have so many new restaurants to check out just in the time I was gone. Mm-hmm. I did venture out to one of my tried and true favorites, Rodi Italian in Loveland. We both Yum. love that place, right? Yeah. Um, in my opinion, it's right on the same level as like Boca and Soto downtown. Like sure. it is just top notch. Yeah, I love it. Um, it's tucked away behind Tahona in Loveland. And I went with some friends, split the cheese board, and I got the chicken. I'm horrible with this word. <laughs> Milanese. Milanese <laughs> for my entree, which is kind of like a chicken piccata. Um, I wasn't going to take a bunch of content because I was just there with my friends. So I don't have a lot to show. Sure. But it is just top notch. Like I've had so many things there. Everything is great. The bartender's great. They just do a really good job. They do. And a fun fact is that they have a retail liquor license. So you can buy any of their wines off the Mm. menu for half off. 
which is great because they have some wines from like really small Italian wineries. So you probably won't find them anywhere else. Oh, that's awesome. I definitely did not know that. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's get right into it. Um, this week in openings, there is today as we're recording the Taco Shack at Moorline downtown. They're starting Taco Tuesdays. Yeah. So it's a Moorline Lager House, obviously, riverfront restaurant down in the banks. Um and they're expanding their garden experience by introducing Casa de Borrachos, Taco and Tequila Shack. It's a seasonal like street taco stand. The stand will officially debut today, like I said, and feature limited menu of like street tacos, margaritas, and some other beverages. The outdoor beer garden will now offer food with Casa de Borracho, uh, having open seating in the beer garden. Um, the plans to reopen the stand seasonally each year from opening day through September. And I love that because I don't drink a whole lot of beer. I'm not like a huge beer girl, right. but I will go out of my way for a margarita. Oh, for sure. <laughs> and you're going to go check that out today, right? Yeah, yeah. Awesome. So we'll report back on that of one. Of course. Mm-hmm. We're excited to introduce you to Your Mom's Pizzeria, a family-owned restaurant that recently opened its doors in Mount Adams. Known for their 100% real cheese and fresh house-made dough, Your Mom's Pizzeria offers a variety of pizzas and appetizers that cater to different tastes. Now, I was looking at pictures of the inside, and it doesn't look like they have a ton of seating, so it might be more of like a quick, like, go-in-and-take-out restaurant, but either way, I think it's great for Mount Adams to have more options. Agreed. Cervantes opened a new location in Marymount. Obviously, Cervantes is a bakery that's been providing Greater Cincinnati with baked goods since 1963. Did you know that? 1963. The uh, bakery specializes in German-style baked goods. What's um, excited about this location is that they have a deli. So you can get things like Italian hoagies, Rubens, which is my personal favorite. Yeah. Or you can build your own sandwich. So I want to go in early one day and try their breakfast sandwiches. Yeah, I thought it was so cool that they have a deli. Like, when I was growing up, Cervati's was, like, top-notch in my family. Yeah. Like, if I got a Cervati's cake for my birthday, I felt like I was hot shit. That's funny. Yeah. You know I have a cannoli story from Cervati that I'm not going to share here. But what I do really love from Cervati are their pretzels and beer cheese. Like, what a good party snack. Okay. I could eat an entire bag, an entire tub of that beer cheese. Yeah. I, I really I, – I've always liked Cervati's. It's I know always been know. a part of my family. Yes. Feel Good Food Stop, a new breakfast and lunch restaurant focused on serving food that makes customers feel good, has opened its doors in Newtown. The menu features a variety of breakfast items, including West Coast breakfast, gutta rito, acai bowls, and baked goods. And it seems to be very well received by the community, which is good because there's not a whole lot in Newtown. Sure. And Newtown kind of like connects a bunch of different other neighborhoods together. It does. So like I used to date a guy that lived in Anderson mm-hmm. and we would always like want to meet in Newtown, Newtown or yeah. Marymount mm-hmm. um, to have dinner. So I love that they're, you know, building that area up a little bit. Yeah. Like and anything that so if it's if the food's supposed to make you feel good, I'm assuming they have like more healthy options. Anything that's got healthier options, um, I'm, yeah, I'm I think I saw it. they had a vegan gutta. Okay. I mean, that sounds good. Yeah. Because I don't know. Have you ever made gutta? My dad makes it all the time. Yeah. Have yeah. you ever watched him make it? Yeah. Like, it's, it's pretty gross. Quite a process. Yeah. It's pretty, like, it it's is... pretty, I I love gutta. I got, had it for breakfast today from Sugar and Spice, but it's, um, yeah, I don't it's wanna real see, gross to make. I don't want to see how the sausage is made. Yeah. So That's the idea sure. of vegan gutta makes me kind of happy. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's awesome. So Rusk Kitchen opened up, I think, in O'Brienville. It's right on Woodburn. Um, they renovated a garage to create the restaurant. So it sounds pretty cool. I like that there's a rooftop deck. I'm always in for a rooftop deck. And they're having some really good specials that they run for each day. Like Mondays are Meatball Stroganoff Day, Tuesdays Granny's Gumbo, and so on. And the daily specials are like 12 bucks, So that's nice. really good. Nice. Yeah, I saw a couple of people go here and it looked like a fun like afternoon spot for a nice day. Okay, I'm about to butcher this. Sure. Kiji Hibachi Express. Sounds right. (laughs) Okay, Kiji Hibachi Express opens in Deer Park. It's located inside of the Dillonvale Shopping Center area. And I don't think they have the guys that like cook it in front of you. It's Mm -hmm. like an express thing. Mm. And you can find the menu online and I will link it because I kind of had a hard time finding it. Oh, cool. Um, But it's awesome to have a place in Deer Park where you can just go pick up, you know, Asian food and head out. Yeah, I agree. That's super uh, convenient for both of us, actually. (laughs) And then another good, fast, casual option on the west side, um, Piata is coming. So it's uh, like Italian chain food. I have friends who rave about it, but I've never been. Have you been to Piata? I've been once and I've never been back. If I'm going to go get like super duper fast food, I would think to go elsewhere. But they did have a cool thing where you could sign up for a chance to win a first look at their soft open when it opens. So I'm going to link that in case anybody wants to go. Oh, that's fun. You guys can be like one of us and go to the soft open like foodies. I love it. Yay. That's awesome. CVG Airport now hosts a Braxton Brewing Co. tap room, offering travelers a taste of local flavors with its signature craft beers and seasonal selections catering to the growing passenger volume and enhancing the overall travel experience. Okay. So I just love seeing how our airport has been growing. Mm -hmm. Um, And the food here will be provided by Taco Fuerte, which is a yummy sounding street taco and chip and salsa kind of place. Mm. And I'm really hoping that they have margaritas because like I said before, I don't really drink beer. (laughs) Yeah. All that Amazon money is not hurting the airport. Let me tell you, but that's awesome. Good option. And then we talked about Lil's Bagels reopening. Uh, They do have an official date now. They're doing a unified storefront in Dayton, Kentucky with Roebling Point Books and Coffee. It's coming on April 29th. So look forward to that. And that's going to coincide with National Independent Bookstore Day. So that's pretty exciting because I love Roebling Point Books mission and we obviously love our Lils. So Party Source, the nation's largest employee-owned alcohol retailer, is opening an in-house cocktail bar called Merchants Club this summer, Mm. located in the space that formerly housed craft brewery Braxton Labs. The bar will feature a range of cocktails and light bites. Initially, they planned it as a bourbon bar, but Party Source decided to expand the concept to include other popular spirits based on their customer feedback, which mm-hmm. I love. Mm-hmm. Like, listen to the people. Yeah. Um, and the development will consist of three areas, including a main bar, a lounge, and an outdoor patio. Oh, nice. Okay, cool. And then D Lao and Thai Food, they're a restaurant that is actually up here in Kenwood, and I keep wanting to go into this place, and I haven't been. Um, I'm going to have to try it out, but they are opening up a second location in Walton, Kentucky, which is pretty exciting. Um, This is managed by Eric Posseth, 
and owned by his mother, Kim Posseth. I apologize if I murdered your last name. Um, <laughs> sorry. Um, but the restaurant is expected to open soon after they just are going through inspections and stuff. So they'll be TBD, but very shortly. This family has a history of operating restaurants, including Three Ladies Thai Cuisine in Florence, Bon, Lao, and Thai in Kenwood. That's the one I was talking about. But yeah, it's like a good family-owned place. I'm yeah. definitely excited to try it. I eat there in Kenwood all the time. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, okay. I've never been there. I love it. Um, but And I love Thai food. But so we also had two bubble tea places open in the past week um, or so. Tiger Sugar opened up in Westchester on Tylersville. And then Milk Jar opened up another location in Kenwood. Yeah. I don't really drink bubble tea. I don't either. The I milk just thing like throws me off. You know, for me, I used to drink it when I was younger, but I really try whenever possible, unless it's alcohol, let's be honest, to not drink my calories. Like I'd rather have cake. Yeah. Yeah. Same. So, and the one that's near me is in Mason and it's right next to Crumble. So if I'm going to choose sweets, I'm going to Crumble. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> So for closings this week, we only have one. And hopefully it's temporary. Right. Yeah, that's what we're that's what we found out. Um, House of Orange, a bar and grill in Covington is closed indefinitely for renovations and modernization. Stephen Williams, director of operations with Holland Farms Restaurant Group, confirmed that the sports bar plans to reopen in the future, but did not specify whether it will retain its current concept or adopt a more family-friendly approach. The establishment aims to complete renovations during the slower summer period and reopen in time for football season in the fall. The confirmation comes after the Mainstrass area bar and grill posted a note on its doors Wednesday detailing the closure. The note did not specify that the closure was temporary or for renovations, so we'll just have to wait and see what happens with this. Mm -hmm. I know they have connections to Lease in Mainstrass, and I'm going there this week. So mm -hmm. I'm going to try to get the full scoop on it. Oh, yeah. Check into that. I've yeah. actually never been there. I kind of just thought it was like an FC Cincinnati, like kind of sports bar I thing thought so, too. Because of the outside. Well, I so. figured you would have been because it's an FC thing. <laughs> well, I'm just going to the game. I'm not going to get it. <laughs> across the river but yeah so I don't know good luck I hope that they I know that like major building rest uh, renovations can be a huge thing so I hope it's enough that it like is manageable and they can reopen in some form so what do we have in foodie news this week so Ice House uh, Spaghetti Ice Cream in Northern Kentucky, they've been open for a while now, but they have a new dish. They have a Cincinnati-style version of their spaghetti ice cream topped with chocolate sauce, which is like the chili, and the cheese is yellow chocolate shavings, and it's served with Miller crackers on the side. I'm so excited about this. <laughs> I can tell it's right up your alley. Yeah. I love that. That's so I just fun. feel like it's such like a foodie thing that you're only going to find in Cincinnati. Oh, it's definitely. Only you know, I think they're making like a spaghetti <laughs> one with like uh, strawberry sauce mm -hmm. and like white chocolate shavings. But I was looking at pictures and it really looks like a, a three way, like an ice cream three way. Yeah, it does. Okay. So. Kings Island Amusement Park is set to unveil Adventure Port, which is a themed area situated between the Adventure Express Coaster and the Banshee. The park has also introduced two new food and drink options, Enrique and Mercado, and welcomed a new head chef named Joseph Perez, who created new menu items while retaining fan favorites from the last season. 
Additionally, Kings Island has partnered with Sonder Brewing to offer a strawberry funnel cake ale for visitors to enjoy. That sounds good. Well, apparently I have to buy a pass now because for your kid to be there after four o'clock, they have to have a chaperone. So that's what I'm doing. Oh, I heard about that. <laughs> but I'm going to be drinking strawberry funnel cake ale. So I don't know how well I'm going to be chaperoning my kid, but whatever. <laughs> They've invited me. <laughs> That is funny. So Mac Ryan, owner of Max Pizza Pub in Cincinnati, which we covered their opening of their new location in Blue Ash recently. Yeah. Um, they're introducing a pizza vending machine at their Clifton Pizzeria, which he's hoping to expand across the city. The machine imported from France can cook like par-baked pizzas in under three minutes using two hearth ovens. It also offers other food items like chicken wings, cookies, breakfast options. It's a cashless vending machine and it can be operated via touchscreen or by an app. Um, prices range from 8 to 12 bucks. He signed a deal with the manufacturer to franchise the vending machine throughout the Cincinnati region with, with uh, plans to establish a commissary kitchen to keep the machines stocked. So I've heard a lot of talk about like food vending machines like going up a notch. Like it's not just a nasty like turkey sandwich anymore. There's but a, there I haven't heard of any in Cincinnati. There's so this one is pretty exciting. I think there's one on the Xavier campus. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I think you're right but about that. Actually. I'm super excited about this. I almost went to like the grand opening just to see it. Mm -hmm. But I kind of just want to go down there and like check it out just because I love like technology things like this. I know. Like honestly it doesn't even it almost doesn't even matter how good it is compared to like where we would normally go get pizza. It's just cool. It's just cool. Yeah. I went to a Delta Sky Club at the airport. I forget what city it was in, but they had pancakes. They had a pancake machine and it would make pancakes. Oh, cool. Yeah. I love that. Right, so I love that stuff. All right, cool. The Cincinnati Bengals announced a new multi-year partnership with Skyline Chili. Ooh making it the official chili of the team. Their food will be available at concession stands throughout Paycor Stadium. The Bengals and Skyline will also collaborate on a collectible cup series available at participating Ohio and Kentucky Skyline locations this season. Skyline Chili is now the official chili of the Cincinnati Bengals, Cincinnati Reds, SC Cincinnati, and will soon open at CBG, mm -hmm. which it'll replace the the gold star spot right and let me tell you girl i am a hundred percent here for it <laughs> look the, in my opinion this is like when frishes went to pepsi for a while like why were they even serving gold star right nobody wants that i'm sorry i know they're also local but everyone wants skyline get on board have coke i feel like most sports stadiums have pepsi too and i'm like why yeah like, i don't drink pepsi either no did you know actually pepsi bought yum brands so that they could force the restaurants to carry pepsi because no one wanted pepsi oh no <laughs> <laughs> like, let's get on board here. But yeah, I just, Skyline. Cincinnati, or Skyline is literally like a part of my soul. Like I just grew <laughs> up with it. And okay, so you know, it's funny. Mm -hmm. I saw a statement that Joe Burrow released and it said that he doesn't like Cincinnati style chili at all. Yeah, he doesn't. I But he didn't grow up in Cincinnati. Like he is an Ohio boy, but he's not from Cincinnati. And most people that are not from Cincinnati never get on board. But I have like a lot of respect for him though, because I feel like it makes him a real human to just be authentic and say that he doesn't like something if he doesn't like it. Oh, it was a bold statement. Yeah. Like I'm really proud of him. I yeah. Am, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He said that from the beginning when he was coming here, that was like the first question he got asked. 
because hi, this is Cincinnati. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, not so much. And I, that, I think that endeared him to people instead of like burning some bridges. It was good. I think so too. Yeah. So y'all know that Guy Fieri loves him some Cincinnati restaurants for Triple G. Um, he was at the Governor in Milford. Have you been? I've never been to the governor, no. Yeah, I went once with the kids. It's one of those places where I kind of feel bad that I didn't take Sandro. It's a good, like, look, this is not fine dining, and it will make you feel bad for eating there. Like, it is heavy, it is greasy, it is delicious and perfect for diners, drive-ins, and dives. So he was in town for Jeff Ruby's 75th birthday and also for doing... Well, what um, I was I was going to say, I think the real reason why he came to town was to go to Jeff Ruby's <laughs> birthday party. I feel like he was here for Triple D and then it was like, oh, yeah, it's Jeff Ruby's birthday party. Let's go, too. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> it looked like he was having a good time there. He did. Christian um, posted something on his page that was just like Guy Fieri's license plate. Yeah. And it just said like Flavor Town and it's his his Mustang or whatever. Yeah, he so. has the red Mustang. Yeah. So I was like, sweet, let's go. The Northside Yacht Club is transitioning to full service to better accommodate guests and reduce long lines at the bar. They have expanded their kitchen staff and now serve lunch. Additionally, they are reintroducing physical menus and resuming late night hours on weekends with plans to extend it to weekdays. Um, they are excited to return to normal and serve customers more efficiently and pro tip when you go there, get their peanut butter tequila because it's amazing. Oh, that's, yeah, that's not my vibe. I will not be doing this, that, um, (laughs) but I love that for the people that, that love that. Um, sorry, tactical error here. We usually drink wine, right? Well, we're drinking bourbon. So we obviously used big ice. And mine got small enough that I went ahead and put it in my mouth, and now I don't know what to do with it. All right. Sorry. Chomping. All right. Okay, so I was just scrolling on Facebook the other day, and I saw that Yamato Steakhouse in Florence, Kentucky, has one of those, like, really cool robot waiters that rolls around and brings food to your table. And I thought that was worth mentioning if you want to go get a robot to serve you. Oh, that is fun. I'll have to take um, my oldest. He's like super into literally anything Japanese. Well, and like technology. I know. Um, And they also have all you can eat hibachi and sushi. So worth mentioning. Well, that's definitely good for a 15 year old boy. Exactly. I love that. So big news yesterday. The first Margaritaville resort in the region is planned for development at Newport on the levee. Um, After a unanimous vote from the Newport Board of Commissioners. The $140 million project, backed by North American Properties, will feature 264 hotel rooms, three restaurants, and amenities, including a rooftop pool. The um, I hope they take, like, reservations for that. That'll be really cool. Yeah. Um, like, non-guests. I'm oh, ho- yeah. yeah. I'm hoping we can do that. Um, the resort, it's expected to create 200 jobs, and set and it's set to break ground next year, for completion in February 2026. Um, the development aims to enhance Newport on the Levee as a regional destination. And let me tell you, like, how do we not have one of these here yet? Cincinnati is such a big Jimmy Buffett exactly. city. Like, I remember back in, like, the 80s and 90s, he would book one concert here and it would sell so fast that they'd have to add on a second night and a third night. And, and he... I think that the Cincinnati Jimmy Buffett fans are called Parrot Heads. Like, they have their own name. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's, like, a club. 
Okay. I'm not even kidding. Yeah. There's a club. Um, I have been to several Jimmy Buffett concerts. Um, literally, like, every year we're like, okay, are we taking the camper down the night before? And sleeping in the camper? Like, what are we doing? Wow. There's like, it, it's a whole thing. Like, okay, so it's I, a whole day. It's not I've just a concert. I've never been to a Jimmy Buffett concert, but I have been to a Margaritaville Resort. And oh. I had a really good time. Like, I really liked it. Nice. They did a good job of just, like, making it feel like a resort mm-hmm. and not just, like, a regular hotel. Okay, cool. Yeah, we stayed across the street in an Airbnb um, from the one in Nashville, but we did not go to that one. But I'm hearing that this one is actually supposed to be, like, way cooler than the one in Nashville, so I can't wait for that. Oh, did you know that we had the first Hofbra house in the entire United States? I did know that. I'm a giant nerd. Okay. (laughs) But I always wondered how it came to be. They're celebrating their 20th anniversary since they opened, and I thought I would tell you the story about how it came to be. So the Fort Thomas mayor went to the one in Munich in 1998, and he was like, wow, we need one of these in Newport. (laughs) So he literally convinced the Bavarian government to agree to the expansion into the U.S., It's actually a lot more regulated than you would expect. I was Mm -hmm. reading about it. Mm -hmm. And they have German officials that fly to all the locations and check on them and make sure that they're following the beer making procedures and all the things that go along with that. Mm -hmm. And it just really cracked me up that the mayor was like, "Um, I'm going to need one of these here. And then like totally made it happen. Yeah, there is a I am not like mayor level like status here, but there's a place in New York that I've had my eye on since before we moved here that I really want them to allow me to franchise and for me to open up here. Yeah. Yeah. It's secret though. I'm but not yeah, tell you. I, I don't know. I just thought that was really cool. It's very cool. I love that. And I mean, it's a, such a good fit for Cincinnati. Yeah. It's like, we're, we're so German. Well, and I'm sure he's so proud of it now because it's done so well. So not only was it the first one, but it's also done well. And that was a good decision on his part. Yeah, I love that place. It's awesome. I, I do too. I love going there. I celebrated my 21st birthday there. Nice. Yeah. It's awesome. That's actually usually why I go there is for somebody's birthday. That's funny. <laughs> well, that was a lot. Yeah. Uh, we covered so much this week. I can't wait. Um for the next episode. What are we covering? Where are we going this week? So I'm going to that special dinner at Bouquet Restaurant. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to the Amador opening. Yes. Which will be super fun. I'm super excited about that place. Yes. And we are also checking out Conserva, which is an authentic Spanish tapas restaurant that's going to be opening soon. Yeah. So apparently we're going to spend the next two weeks in Kentucky. <laughs> Love you all. Can't wait to tell you about it. Stay yeah. tuned. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Cincinnati Foodies. Don't forget to subscribe, leave a five-star rating, and follow us on Instagram. If you have any news, restaurants to check out, or you would like to be featured, you can email us at CincinnatiFoodies513 at gmail.com or slide into those DMs at Cincinnati Foodies on Instagram.